0: new music this you've week d- uh, well, you, i was just about to say you've done a nice job with the music i've been flipping the ours back second and <laughs> <ends>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm aware
1: of it now i know i've been doing uh, flipping back and forth between no, between your sam one. theme and the root theme Are we got
0: gonna an alternative theme
1: i have another one in my head i was hearing this morning that i'm thinking i might try is it pretty good it's a little rockier it's got like a little more pop to Get it a little pop to it yeah okay well, uh, we'll do, do it and I see think what you Trent I it's healthy to try some new stuff out. Yeah. We should take requests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we're like DJs, basically. We on take that requests. note, welcome back. Yeah, hey, welcome back. <laughs> we're on air. Uh, welcome back to Little Talks. Uh, today is Monday, July... What is it? 10th, I think. Is it the 10th? God, no, it it's, the it's, 11th. 11th. It's, it's the 11th. It's the 11th. Yeah, It's the 11th. You're going to hear this, though, yeah. on the 13th. You're um, going to hear this on the
0: 13th. Well, Back... we have a busy week. Yeah. And when that happens... And it's a we... good busy, but we had to plan accordingly. I our Wednesday around it. is it, wild. I, I
1: noticed ahead on the calendar, I mean, all the way into September, there's already some movement off
0: of our Wednesday. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll accommodate it. Doesn't it feel like, a, and this is a good thing, but, like, this has been a busy summer. Yeah, It has. And usually usually it's like it, it's it's pretty lax jobs yeah. so people end up in that and like I'm I see some clients in that vacation state of mind, but we're I mean, pretty we're, busy we're cruising
1: Yeah I feel that way and it could just be the additional energy of the uh, lit turns I, that, it could be, could be the be, new folks that started July yeah. 1st We also have some
0: cool campaign June 1st, concepting going June 6th. on Yeah June yep exactly yep.
1: Um Yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on it is busy um you and I are I think traveling uh,
0: in town yep. on Wednesday so we decided to do this today That's right we're hopefully kicking off a new little TBD yeah, but, TBD. Uh, we're prospecting, and it's, we got a nice meeting set up on Wednesday. So. Yeah,
1: and if they hire us, we'll shout them out on the next podcast. Freak- <laughs> and If not, we
0: will shout them out <laughs> in a nice way. So. In a nice, no, uh, we, we like them already. You're so coming we off we a big to- weekend. What happened?
1: Oh, this weekend it was my uh, ninth wedding Woo! anniversary. Yeah, on Friday, yeah, Friday. Terry's put up with you for nine years. She's put up with me for, for longer than that. Right? Longer than that. Tw- 13 years. Okay, what's the key? No, to- twelve years. Twelve. Tell years. our listeners what's the key to success. Um, putting up with each other is the key to success. <laughs> no! uh, you know, I, I, we, our joke, it even happened. It didn't we went to mahogany on Friday night, which is a really I love nice, that, by the way. Yeah. It's a really nice, really nice steakhouse. I didn't realize they had moved. They aren't up and Yale. Their new,
0: uh, setup's pretty sweet. It
1: is. And they're closer. I used to work at Wintercom in that same complex yeah, there. Yeah. So they're like right there at, uh, 61st in Yale, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. you did not get a steak. I did. I got a filet mignon. Oh, you did? Oh, I so did. Carrie, oh, Carrie, Carrie got, got crab King legs. Cr- yeah. Psh, By Carrie way, that's went.
0: bougie, and I love it. She, she went
1: very bougie. That was just the that's, beginning of the bougie, really. Did she share a bite of your yeah, crab legs? Yeah, she did. That was good, man. Yeah, and we got stuff pretty quick, so the kids got some when we went home. Oh,
0: nice. Okay, yeah. Cool. But anyhow well, the happy what, anniversary Thank you. The waiter it. always
1: says, like, so it, you know, what's the secret? Like you just asked and we you know, like, Oh, well, we just put up with each other and then inevitably something happens while the waiter's standing there and one of us says, We're not gonna make it to ten <laughs> And and it occurred to me we've we've made that joke every year on our anniversary for like eight years. <laughs> so
0: yeah, it's Happy anybody. Yeah, I love Carrie. And then you guys went, to, you got a pretty cool immersive experience at?
1: At, we went to the Philbrook Museum here in town the next day. Carrie got tickets for her favorite artist, Frida Kahlo, and it yes. was Frida and Diego, really. I didn't give Diego credit on my social post, but it was Frida and Diego. And we had seen uh, exhibits for them before, and photography exhibits and things of people, just about their life. So I kind of knew quite a bit about it, and uh, I'd never seen the art. And so this was, a lot of this artwork was art that was like on books we have around the house. So it was kind of wild. I'd be like, "This is really familiar," and she's like, "That's literally on our coffee table. Your feet are next to it every night. We're Holy watching cow. TV." I was like, "Oh, hey, there it is." So, like, and it's it, like the actual art. We saw the real art, wow. yeah, and it was cool. I and mean, the way they do what it too. Do with Philbrook?
0: that's shout out to Philbrook. Philbrook's
1: done a good yeah. job with it, and you're and it's it's really nice because you go in a timed interval, so they space you in, so you're not like it's not like you're crammed in there with a bunch of people. It you, you can take a nice leisurely stroll. It's it's spaced. I don't think they were doing it just because of hmm. pandemic stuff. I think it was just uh, to enhance the experience and it was it was good at first I was annoyed by it I was like oh no a line um but then when I got in I was like oh no this is a good idea they've done a
0: good job yeah was it all indoor yeah it was all okay. indoor
1: nice. and some of the areas in the is, is in the free areas uh Philbrook where you can go up to like the cool. top level and stuff but I like the, the meat too. and potatoes of it is you know that little special area they have when you go into the oh, left yeah. over there but yeah that was that, that was we, great. I highly recommend it. We
0: weren't visiting museums, but we found every pool we could possibly find. <laughs> this. We found one in Oklahoma City at Tara's aunt and uncle's house. Found one back. We had a pool party yesterday for a birthday party. Um, Turned into fish. Turned into fish. It, Matt, Matt, it, Matt's a great little swimming fish, oh, though. Loves the slide. Yes. Had a great time. He's very excited to get in the water. There's no hesitation whatsoever. So... And it was, you know, honestly, it, it was by local, recent standards pretty cool. It was like 90s or like So at the Low pool 90s. yesterday, everyone, you know, I think it was like 92 degrees. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, doesn't it just feel amazing? I'm like, no one in the world says that except Oklahoma. Oklahoma's except right. right. And then you look at the weather and you're like, oh, 105's back yeah. Monday. <laughs> Dude, Great. it's 106 next Sunday. Ugh. Yeah. I may be looking for pools. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Anywho, um, well, you guys, as you have quickly realized, we have no guest speaker today. Yeah. You're back to the same show. It's been quite a yeah. It's, it's kinda weird. It is. I know. it's been over Look, a I month. I enjoy of, your company, don't get yeah. me wrong. It's nice to have the two of us back. But uh boy, we came off I mean It was three or four, three, four in a row. Three weeks yeah. and then yeah, we had some before that, so
1: I think it before that Chelsea was a stand-in one oh, week. Oh, that's, that's right because She counts I for two in, people, personality-wise.
0: Then we we skipped a week because there's no way I was recording the podcast <laughs> right, by yourself, right? <laughs> so here we are. You're so by salmon roop. It's good though. We had also been breaking format,
1: and we're back to format we're this back time. Format. We've got two trends this week and the, that are these
0: are to kick off our July digital. Yeah, things. which we're
1: already in the middle of July almost. But this is the July from the July digital. And trends. I think this
0: plays really well. This Little first bits. one, especially, um, our lit turns have two and a half weeks left. Um, That's so this is this by. is very in line with what they've been preaching, what they've been telling us, what we've been learning from them. Sam, um, do you want to do the first one? Yeah, yeah, I'll do this first one. Okay, think, digital trend number one. I think you're going to nail the second one. Um, okay, hey, Gen Z millennials, they say that creators tell the best stories. Um, and they mean content creators, content creators. not, not yeah, yeah. We're, professional we're not storytellers. not the Kim Kardashians
1: of the world. We're Stephen King, uh, yeah, uh, right. yeah. Michael Crichton, not those guys.
0: Um, but, yeah, there's a new study out, right? Gen Z and millennials are actively avoiding traditional advertising because they want to go to the content that is catered to them, that is relevant, that yeah. is authentic. I think Natalie and Sophie, in particular, did a really nice job in preaching. Hey, like, the, yeah, we we don't want BS content. We need to be authentic and real. Um, but creators, you know, right, they're at the heart of these communities. Um, their content resonates with viewers. In fact, seventy percent, seventy percent. That's a large chunk that's, of U.S. Yeah. social media users say that creators and influencers create content that they enjoy watching again and again. And sixty-one percent say creators tell the best stories. So, Rupe. Well, first off,
1: what, ma- what makes me think—what I was thinking about when you were kind of reading through this one, and when I read it a few weeks ago—was that idea we've been telling brands forever is that you want to be, you want to have a, a brand voice, and you want to be authentic in that voice, and you want to relate, not sell. You want to relate to your customers and to your audience, and that's kind of what they're reacting to here. Yes. So when there when there's an influencer or a content creator cranking out content, they're just being themselves, and you're identifying. You know, I like this person. I like their their humor or their seriousness or whatever it is. You're aligning with that, and then you're like, well, you know, I like that shirt he has on, or I like that golf club he's using, or I like that drink Absolutely. he's drinking, or whatever. So you it it that's kind of it, but it does parallel a little bit with what we've always thought, and always tried to do with with brands and that be be authentic, have a have a strong voice and don't be too salesy let let them let the brand be liked by the audience first right and that's kind of what these guys have done so they you know this i saw this other part here this is called the ad never generation <laughs> utilizing ad really blockers paid content more finding their own place in private digital communities founded on shared passions um that i mean that's it they've just kind of zeroed in on it and you know there's not enough brands you know what that says to me is none of brands are trying to connect with them in an authentic way and so they're creating kind of these bubbles of of content creators and people yes. picked up those pieces and they're doing it
0: themselves um and i think the gen z and millennials in particular right they crave relevancy and they crave passion i the, what i love about our clients right we have a bunch of passionate clients that believe in their product they believe in what they're ultimately selling at the end of the day yeah but you think about where are Gen Z and Millennials digesting this content? Plethora of different places across the web. Um, but you think of the art of social media, and if you can create that authentic relationship in a non-salesy way, key point there. Key point. That's the I mean, secret. Yeah, they're they're just they're just trying to have a relationship with you, and then you're gonna you have the opportunity as a brand to understand how they're digesting and interacting with your content at the appropriate time right you want to yeah. cross sell them upsell them sell them if they're not a current customer yeah um but man just that relationship up front is key cuz if you're in any way uh inauthentic yeah you will you're write out. you right off
1: you're out and, and you know so i think that's where you see i think a lot of brands trying to align with influencers or find someone to kind of extend their voice that they weren't able to create on their own in some ways um you know, and yeah, this is this is the Gen Z and Millennial audience. The Millennials are probably half on, half off the fence. There is Millennial older or younger than Gen Z? So
0: we're older. I'm a Millennial. You're a Millennial. Gen, Gen okay. Z. Is, that'd be Natalie and Sophie and Jace. Okay. Yeah. So they're so, they're young. I believe Gen Z right now. I want to say twenty five, twenty six years old is the top. I feel like I looked this up, and my son Ben, he's twenty one. So he's Was, a Gen it was Z-er. just in there. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like tw-
1: yeah, somewhere around there. I think maybe two thousand one is the that's, is that's when an, that starts. Uh, that sounds about right. Based off nine yeah. eleven or something. Um. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, I still think that, you know, it's it's an age thing as well. Like, I'm okay. You know, I certainly follow brands that I like because I want to get the information from them as quickly as possible. And I follow a few, um, I would say, influencers or people that yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's kind of – and it's mostly because of their personality and who they are. It's interesting, though, that um, Gen Z millennials are like, you know, no, we, we know we're being sold to. We don't want it and turn off the ads and all this stuff. But – um,
0: you know, they're going to get older at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and guess what? At the end of the day, like if you have a brand that you love and you know and you trust them, you know, no love and trust is very important. Yeah. And you've built that credibility. They want you to sell to them. Yeah. Yeah. You, It's about, I, I would say for the show. It's younger, all dependent gen, on the journey, man. You build that
1: relationship with the Gen Zs and these millennials now for that opportunity later, right? Because, you know, it's not just that they're a generation. They're a generation in a specific lifestyle Stage right now. Most of the, you know, Gen Z's by and large, I'm going to assume, do not have a lot of kids and a mortgage and a house, you know, car payment, all these kind of things. They're kind of in that early stage of life, right? Yeah. Millennials kind of half in, half out of yeah. that. But um, Gen Z in particular are not there yet. So, yeah, it would make sense to me that they would kind of look at the world and in this marketing side of the world a little bit differently or more, just based on my own kids, more skeptically yeah. than others. In fact, um, I can't tell you how many times uh, Ben or even Jack have seen some documentary on TV about like ad tracking or uh, oh for sure know, it's uh, social media, and they're like, oh, is this what you do? And I was like, no, I don't do that anymore you know <laughs> i'm inbound marketing um but yeah no they're, they're they're very aware of it and like they're they're becoming educated about it in yeah. a way so it's kind of changing the game it's interesting but i also think it you know it's like oh these guys are gonna be this way forever i don't know that that's true i think that's where they are as part of a life cycle also
0: and and no knock on them i mean you're a whole different person at the age of 21 yeah. years old yeah 100. You know, of a sudden you're 25 and you're 30 and you're, you're growing like yeah yeah tons change but it's a good reminder and i think very much in line with what we've seen with our lit turns mm-hmm. this summer yep so yep. no, this this is this is a great way for us to kick it's off That's a July. fun one
1: and there's a lot more to this one if you want to read it on the website yeah they're, so, they're, yeah they're, we're just
0: kind of skimming the top here there on. is a ton okay this second one are super important digital let's tra- go rube
1: <laughs> digital trend number two uh is should we just be should we be reading this ourselves <laughs> i <us>? know <laughs> it seems self-important but we're gonna do it anyhow um, podcast what marketers need to know about the podcast consumer so podcasts continue to burn up the media landscape uh, with 67 million Americans listening to a podcast in the th- in the past 30 days that's 30 days yeah 67 million people that's that's not a small chunk no um, 35% of listeners average four programs a week so over a third of these folks are listening to more than four I listen to one and a half yeah, just, this yeah, is the I'm, half, I'm, by I'm the I'm way. At, I'm at one. I <laughs> <You're laughs> <one? Yeah, laughs> no. yeah, okay, I go on and kidding, Um and they listen on average seven hours per week. You know, so it's not just that they're listening, they're willing to spend time with it. Are you watching Only Murders in the Building on HBO?
0: <laughs> Sorry, on Hulu. No, I'm watching Stranger Things right now. Okay.
1: Well, when you get down and watch Only Murders, it's literally about a podcast that's like about murder huh. stuff. It's fun. It's really funny. But like it was kind of meta at me. I was like, oh now there's TV shows about people making yeah. podcasts about yeah. Um so obviously podcasts are not dead, they're still
0: Quite in the popular mind think about about guys like trent right trent has uh, many commutes throughout the day picking up kids home work etc he's listening to a lot of podcasts in the tesla
1: yeah and that's where i'm listening to mine too yeah Uh, a little bit here at work sometimes if i'm depending on the mood but um you also have a one and a half minute commute how
0: do you listen to a podcast (laughs) right well (laughs) let's do it in chunks yeah
1: um but, anyhow, yeah, our take on this was that podcasts are kind of key to reaching affluent audiences because there's, there's a little bit of a uh, economic slant to this for some reason that um, was in the, the longer
0: article, not what we've done here. But Well, and we, we've had clients talk about starting their own podcast. And, you know, we talked about mm-hmm. it for, what, two years? This we, is, we the, third this is it, the third iteration yeah. of it. This is the third iteration. This is one we're actually being consistent with, which is, again, this is our favorite time of the week, as everyone knows. Yep. But I do, like, I think about it. The, y- YouTube is an awesome how-to channel, right? Mm-hmm. How do I change the whatever on my trencher? Yep. Um, then you've got TikTok, which is kind of becoming an educational, and podcast. Very educational in nature. And yeah. And, I mean, from his, from the marketing funnel standpoint, Rube, where do you think podcasts fall? Oh, I think it's
1: probably in the, the top part of the funnel. I right. Think you're, I think you're trying, you're
0: trying to gather an audience at May, this maybe point. Maybe into consideration. Like, yeah. just like, a da- like, you're just kind of... Well, I mean... If you have engaged listeners... Right. ...that... No love and trust your brand it's not not a bad place we, we, we well we have on this podcast had uh,
1: clients yep potential clients and vendors that we, we know have listened to us we have, we have
0: a couple of partners that reach out yeah to us reach today. out to
1: the, yeah in fact we we were able to get a hold of a guy that wasn't returning <laughs> emails through through a podcast <laughs> shout out ben yeah there you are uh, ben. but anyhow um yeah i mean it, the idea for us on this was to get a, an idea of like kind of how we think and personality the agency and and all that jazz and so yeah i'd say this beginning of the funnel kind of learning about us and who we are um we haven't really sold anything on here
0: no i mean I,
1: I got a dasani
0: deal last week but other than that <laughs> wait, wait, i don't see any dasani water bottle they pull the deal they already? pulled the plug <laughs> yep, they pulled no the plug. but you bring up a good point right so it is a a major b2b brand um with tens of thousands of customers mm-hmm. if anything it's a reaffirmation to your wow hey grasshopper has a, a library of podcasts um, and, and whether or not they listen to them, engage them, it is, it's reaffirming I made the right decision. These guys are so proud and passionate about their product. Yeah, you think about the array of product that Ditchwitch has, right? Yeah, so many different product lines, so many different customers, and and
1: and they have a good, you know. I think if you're a B two B business and you're interested in podcasts, you need to find the right personality to be yeah, on the mic. It's very important, and I think that personality has to represent the brand in a way that is aligning with just very similar to the millennials and the Generation Z and, and content creators. I would say they need to align with like, you know your personality on there. And so, you know, you're, they're going to follow that person who's making the podcast and that person's representing you. So that's kind of the chain through there. You kind yeah. of get to cheat and make it's your big own deal. content creator. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh anyhow, 67 million people. It is a, a huge audience of folks. And, and I believe that number
0: is growing. I mean, I really do.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, we, we keep discovering new avenues for the podcast and, uh, we're, we're on Amazon now. Yep. Amazon has podcasts that we were not aware of until recently. Um HubSpot, we're way, looking at you. At HubSpot looking at you Yeah, trying to get on. Four there. times now.
0: <laughs> Sam wants it so bad. I am I'm determined. By the end of the year we are gonna be a part of the Hub HubSpot, HubSpot. Podcast Network. It's gonna happen. We when I and I don't can know, feel I, it.
1: Did I send you the updated stats? I think we have hundred yeah, yeah. and seventy five subscribers across the and I remember the listening. It was close to two thousand yeah listens on twenty podcasts wherever we got. But yeah. Like just seeing those numbers for us and we're certainly no um uh you know, we're not massive, Howard Stern thing, or, yeah, yeah, or no, for sure. Uh, uh, Joe Rogan, Rogan, yeah, yep. that guy. So, like, we're nowhere near that, obviously. But, like, even on a, a small, we're a small business. Um, we have, I think, we have grown an audience and have folks that are that are tuning in each week or, or giving us a listen. And I, I appreciate good. it because, you know, the, the best part to me, I think you agree with this, is when one of those listeners reaches out and sends us a text or an email or in it person or whatever and says, hey, made. I heard this on the podcast or that was good or I'd like to know more about that. Like that's kind of the point. Like I, I wish this were live and we could take calls and all that kind of jazz.
0: Oh my god, that's, that'd be awesome! I know.
1: Well, that'd be a radio station, but yeah.
0: It says Littlefield Studios up there. It does. That's By the true. Way, dude,
1: we really need to start videoing this. You need to talk to Brandon. I don't. I can't get him to do it. I don't think. But maybe I don't think he has time. He's pretty busy. I know. It seems like it could be hooked up once and we could push a button. But I may be oversimplifying yeah. it
0: okay i think that's our 2023 goal yeah i know we're all busy stretch right goals stretch goals um okay guys that's what we have we wanted to keep it nice and brief i nice understand light this week, everyone yeah. is in that summer state of mind we got some vacations going on i go on my uh i got a guy's golf trip that's been planned for a year and a half Rupe. one year and a half where are you going i'm headed up to oregon on thursday oh i've never I'm, been I'm to oregon monday um you know i've never been to oregon either
1: Is it a big golf area in Oregon? So I thought you were going to say Arizona. I'm not going to bore
0: our listeners, but there's basically a a genius that created a heck of a golf track up there, Um, and it's literally you drive two and a half hours from Eugene to the coast, and all you do is eat, sleep, drink, and golf. golf. Repeat. So we're playing about 36 holes a day. We got one day. I think we're playing 18. How long are you Um, doing this? So we're doing. We fly in Thursday. We come back Monday. Okay, so you got at least so Friday, three or four Saturday, solid Sundays. days. Yeah. yeah, solid, solid golf days. But anywho, to um, be sore. I'm gonna be very sore. <laughs> but it'll it'll be great as I kind of round up my travels for the summer. So we're back at it next week though. We'll be uh, podcasting on Wednesday. Hope you guys stay cool for those in the Midwest, stay cool. Find a oh pool. Oh my gosh, find yeah, go find, find a find cold a- pool. <laughs> you know, Corona says find your beach. Rupe and sand say find Find a pool. A pool. <laughs> okay, man. All right, that's it. We'll see you. Guys.
1: Talk to you next week.